as women, we have been so conditioned to look to the needs of others. And when we do find opportunities to change, we usually pursue them because of the needs of others. Again, our partners, our kids, our bosses, our parents, you name it. You can gauge if you're in this camp by your answer to the following question. Are you ready to go out of your way to help others enjoy your life? And I bet that was an easy yes for you. I bet you answered yes. I certainly did. Welcome to Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin Vandeven. I'm a millennial and mother trying to build the place in the world that's made for me while fighting burnout, living intentionally, and embracing gratitude even when I'm grumpy. Here on Medium Lady Talks, we visit the topics and practical tips that will help you maximize self-discovery and minimize self-judgment so you can finally get momentum building the life you know is possible in this post-pandemic world. On this podcast, you can expect we'll get deep while having fun, and whether you're burnt out like a dog in a dumpster fire or celebrating your best life daily, you'll find the conversations, prompts, and tools I know will be helpful on your own personal healing journey. So stay tuned for my deep dive solo shows and interview episodes with dear friends and expert guests. Together, we'll make sure you have what you need to build the place in the world that's made for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's jump in. Hello, hi, and welcome to episode 97 of Medium Lady Talks. This is Are You Ready to Go Out of Your Way to Enjoy Your Life? Hi, everyone. I'm really happy to have this solo episode with you on mic. It's our first real sort of deep dive episode, you know, one of those solo workshop episodes with me. Last week's episode 96 was the Winter Whimsy Workshop, and that was a live recording of a workshop that I did at the end of January to talk people through a mindful approach to seasonally embracing the winter and the winter season. So this episode today, with the question, are you ready to go out of your way to enjoy life, came from a discussion that I was having on Instagram stories. And it just quickly kind of fell out of my life. Find the ways to go out of your way to enjoy your life. And I got a lot of DMs and a lot of comments on that one little passing comment. And it made me think, is there more to this? Is there more to this idea? Is there more that people want to talk about? And more importantly, is there more that I want to say about this fact, this concept? So (laughs) I think what we'll find is actually, yes, there is quite a lot that I have to say about it. In the meantime, I want you to know today is Super Bowl Sunday, and I do have a bit of a scratchy throat. I am recording on the tail end of what has been a very long-standing cold. This is also the joke that I made, was that I had celebrated the month of January, none of us got sick, and then by day one of February, (laughs) February 1st, we all started dropping like flies, getting sick. So I'm fine, but you're going to hear a little bit of that rasp, and hopefully we can make our way through the rest of the episode without that being too annoying. So I think the theme and the relevance to this question to yourself, if you're a burnt out millennial or a burnt out mother, I'm always talking about how can we help you build the place in the world that's made for you? And how can we help you recalibrate your identity, recalibrate your existence, recalibrate your life after the pandemic? Because the pandemic took so much out of us. And I think one of the things the pandemic did is it put us on autopilot to expect 
not to be able to enjoy our lives, to expect that we would be putting out energy to just survive rather than to thrive and never mind thrive, but actually find delight and enjoyment in our everyday lives. So when I think about this question, are you ready to go out of your way to enjoy life? I think there are maybe three distinct answers to that question. The first is, no, I'm not ready. The second is, maybe I am ready. And the third is, yes, I think I am ready. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk about a new opportunity, a new offer that I have out there for you as an audience member to continue to add value. This is the first time I will be offering one-on-one coaching, but I'll explain more about that and more about who's the best fit for this offer at the end of the episode. So let's start by talking about the no perspective. If I said to you, are you ready to go out of your way to enjoy life or to make your life more enjoyable? And you're like, no, I don't think I am. I think that Firstly, we want to acknowledge that this is like a pretty powerful choice that sometimes we make without realizing it. And then other times we do make this choice on purpose. And sometimes we feel like we're making that choice because our circumstances are really truly limited. The other thing I want us to think about is when we say no, I'm not ready. And not only that, but I actually, there's no point to me going out of my way to enjoy my life. Then we think about perhaps are you prioritizing being right over being happy? And I'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute. Being right about our circumstances gives us a sense of control. And that sense of righteousness is very comforting. And it can help us tamp down our vulnerability in a life where there's stuff being thrown at us all the time. And a lot of that stuff feels challenging. A lot of that stuff feels hard and can feel really negative. So if we say, no, listen, there is no way to go out of my way to enjoy life. Look at all these things that are being thrown at me. Look at all these things that are out of my control. In and of itself, our ability to say, I'm going to choose to not go out of my way to enjoy my life. And I'm going to continue to accept the parameters and the boundaries and the fixed challenges within my life. Then that actually can be very comforting. It means that you know what you can expect from your life and you are you have your eyes open you don't have to play in the gray area and the gray area of change or the gray area of going out of your way to enjoy life that gray area means you could go out of your way to enjoy your life but you could also fail you could spend effort and energy to go out of your way to enjoy your life and actually have that make life harder or you make a mistake and you pay some kind of penalty on the other side of that You might be saying, I'm not ready to go out of my way to enjoy life because I don't believe anything can be done to increase the degree of enjoyment in my life. I think that that, the the way I'm able to enjoy my life right now, and maybe you're seeing that as a seasonal fact of your life. Maybe you're seeing that as just sort of like, I have small young kids, or I have to work full time, or I have to commute to work. These are sort of the fixed elements of your life that are unchangeable. And you see in yourself a set set of circumstances that are fixed, and the effort required to alter them would be fruitless because of the things you sort of perceive as permanently constraining you. And and I'm saying you, but I may as I could also be saying me, I'm certainly guilty of doing this all the time. But I will ask you a very tough question. This is not usually my style. And I recently heard this question asked by a financial advisor that I follow on Instagram. And she said this, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? And I think this probably comes off at first as a bit direct. And as I said before, that's not usually my my tone. But if we think about it more deeply, realizing the statement is, would you rather be right? That's just the way it is. 
and then seek the information that confirms that you are right can become a really sort of desperate space to inhabit. That's just the way it is, becomes in a lot of ways a sort of learned helplessness about your own circumstance. But you also gain a sense of control, and as I said before, righteousness, because you you decide that you're right. I would rather be right that there's nothing that can be done than to be happy pursuing all of the options that might mean something can be done. I want you to hear me out. I, I really hope I can convey this with compassion and the compassion that you probably need to move out of this space. It might be also that you're in this space in a particular area of your life. It's not that you feel this way about your entire life. You might feel this way about your job or your kids or your home circumstances. And again, I I want you to feel this with compassion because I've definitely found myself in this situation before. It can be really, really tough, probably because you have a lot going on. We all have a lot going on. I want to remind you, though, Choosing happiness doesn't mean avoiding conflict or difficult situations, but it means prioritizing your well-being amidst those challenges. A time, I think, where I prioritized being right over the effort required to enjoy my life, and you've heard this story so many times, you might be sick of it, but it is this very podcast. I felt it was, for a long time, better to just believe all of the limiting ideas that I had about why I couldn't start a podcast. And I chose that point of view time and time again. I don't have the time to start a podcast. I don't have the equipment to start a podcast. I don't know how to start a podcast. I don't know how to technically record or edit. I can't learn how to record a podcast. No one will listen to my podcast. Being right about those statements was very comforting There's nothing I can do about these statements. Therefore, I don't need to do anything. And I can say, phew, okay, we can stay in our comfort zone. There's nothing to do, so we don't need to do anything. If you have something in mind, you might have something in mind while you hear me talk about this, something in particular that's been kind of sticky for you. Consider how this thing, for me it was a podcast, would make your life more enjoyable, but would require you to question your rightness that you've been leaning into for the last week or the last year or the last decade. If there is something you can do to make your life more enjoyable, then you have been wrong that it's just the way it is. And nobody wants to be wrong. (laughs) You know, like, I hate being wrong. I'm an Enneagram 3. I'm an Aries. I'm a big sister. You know, all of the like intersections of my identity uh, hate being wrong. And embrace, you know, knowing what to do, knowing the right answer, being perfect, you know. But again, I'll say it one more time. If there is something you can do to make your life more enjoyable, then you have been wrong that it's just the way it is. And and I can understand if you don't want to be wrong. There is a lot of growth and fulfillment that can come from prioritizing happiness and authenticity, even though it comes at the effort and expense of your energy, your thought, and your time to go out of your way to pursue that thing. This might come down to something as simple as a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, but I really, I do think it's deeper than that. We are choosing the benefits of being right over the benefits of being happy. And there are benefits to being right, and there are benefits to being happy. I want you to know that prioritizing happiness and authenticity for me has resulted in a deeper well and a more sustainable access to joy, self-acceptance, and even boundaries than being right ever has. 
I want to encourage you to think about whether you resonate with this perspective, and then I want you to approach yourself with self-compassion and listen to the rest of the episode, because even if you have said, no, I'm not able to, I'm not able to go out of my own way to make my life more enjoyable because of these, these, these things, then stick with me here because we might be able to plant the seeds for you to consider if maybe you were wrong about your answer to that question. If you want a book to think about this further, I would recommend two books. I would recommend Overcoming Overwhelm by Samantha Brody. That's like in the Medium Lady syllabus. That's a book that I continue to recommend time and time again. I'm actually rereading it this year. And the second book I would recommend is Everything is Figure Outable by Marie Forleo. Marie is just like a total crusader, a total champion for, you know, you can do it. You can figure it out. She will she will cheerily lead you through kicking and screaming um, to do what it takes to make your life more enjoyable. Okay, so that was the folks who might have said no. No, there's nothing I can do to make my life more enjoyable. Or no, I'm not willing to go out of my way to make my life more enjoyable because there's so many things that I can't change that going out of my way would be a waste of my time. What we're going to unpack next is the maybe perspective. So the maybe perspective is that I've asked that question, are you willing to go out of your way to enjoy your life? And you've said, ah, maybe, maybe. So you're open to enjoying life, but with conditions. (laughs) And these conditions are very, very sneaky. This is probably actually a little bit harder than if you just answered a flat out no. Those conditions that maybe need satisfying before you can enjoy your life might include the following. Your kids, your job, your partner, your house, your parents, your friends, your money, your body, your health, your mind. And this is all so real, just truly so complex. It's so complicated because as women, we have been so conditioned to look to the needs of others. And when we do find opportunities to change, we usually pursue them because of the needs of others. Again, our partners, our kids, our bosses, our parents, you name it. You can gauge if you're in this camp by your answer to the following question. Are you ready to go out of your way to help others enjoy your life? And I bet that was an easy yes for you. I bet you answered yes. I certainly did. Of course, all the time. On the surface, that probably actually looks like one of your superpowers or your zone of genius because you are able to anticipate the needs of others. You are able to evaluate the context for change so that the more enjoyable state is possible for the folks around you. This might even be more tricky than the no because it tells us that we're open to going out of our own way, but we don't have the tools or mindset to do that for our own enjoyment. Or we say, well, if they're happy, I'm happy. And we believe it because it feels true. It sounds true. More than true, it actually sounds good. So if the no person wants to be right, then the maybe person wants to be good. So let's talk about goodness a little more. If you have something in mind that would require you to go out of your own way to make your life more enjoyable, I want you to think about that thing, to think about the effort, time, money associated with it. Now I want you to consider why it would make your life more enjoyable. If it is because you would improve your relationships or it would result in you receiving affirmation of your identity from others, if it would solidify your goodness, then let's take another step back and think about why we want that feeling of goodness. So if I think about my podcast, my podcast doesn't fall into that, at least not right away, maybe later on. My podcast doesn't fall into that right away. When it was brand new, there was not going to be any affirmation of goodness. It was not going to improve my relationships. It was not going to result in me 
making my husband happier or my kids happier or making their lives better. In the long run, it has. But going out of my way to start a podcast in a lot of ways did not result in the effort of that did not result in affirming my goodness. Now, later on, certainly there's people who enjoy the podcast. You're listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you like this podcast. And and I do get, you know, feedback from people. Oh, I really enjoyed this. Or thank you for saying that. It really helped me. So that does kind of perpetuate a sense of affirmation and feeling. But it's asynchronous. I'm not doing it to receive that affirmation in the moment. So maybe I'll continue to talk about this idea of goodness a little more. Goodness for us as millennial women is always achievable. It is always achievable, but it is temporary. It is short term. It is not sustainable. And that is the patriarchal treadmill that most women have found themselves on since they were little girls. I know I certainly did. I certainly do. There are a lot of times I catch myself back on that treadmill. You find ways to be, let's say, for example, more uh, more efficient completing a report for your boss. You hand it in, it makes your boss's life easier, and they praise you. Boom, you get like this goodness dopamine hit. But then you walk away and you check your email and you find someone asking you for something new or posing a question about something you were accountable for, and all of a sudden, the dopamine is nowhere to be found, and you start from scratch. And we believe, if I could find the thing that would fix XYZ, then I would be happy. It's this if-then. That's the conditions. Those are the conditions that need to be true in order for you to make your life more enjoyable. That becomes what we seek. We seek that equation, if-then. So when I say to you, are you willing to go out of your way to make your life more enjoyable? Then you might have said, yes, I am. But a life that is more enjoyable for you is not one that has multiple struggles to hunt down a more permanent sense of worthiness and affirmation through every day. So if you said, maybe, let's think more about that, and let's think about those conditions, maybe I could if it didn't require anything from my kids or my husband. You know, my podcast felt like that for a while, you know, I couldn't possibly record if it meant that I had to put out my husband or my kids. And then slowly over time, (laughs) that became a lot easier. And I'm laughing because I record in my bedroom and it's Sunday. It's a great day to record. Everybody's chillaxing. Everybody's doing their own thing. We have very set screen time in our home, which is a good window of opportunity for me to do these things that bring me joy and make my life more enjoyable. But my husband was relaxing in our bedroom and I popped my head in and I said, hey, I'd like to record I'd like to record at X time. Is that okay with you? And he said, yeah, sure. And then at X time, I had to pop my head back in and say like, hey, yo, like get your butt out of here because it's my turn to use the room to record. And I do think that four seasons ago, that would have been really hard for me to do that. I would have just waited and waited and maybe I would have squirreled it away or I might have actually had the episode go out late. Like, who knows? Anyway, that's just practice over time. I had to go out of my way. My husband also had to go out of his own way in order to help me make my life more enjoyable by producing and recording the podcast. Okay, so (laughs) think about those conditions again. If it didn't require anything from your kids, your husband, then consider the smallest way you can ask for support and participation in your pursuit of a more enjoyable life from the folks that you are trying to keep unbothered and unaccountable for your life's enjoyment. It's like, I can enjoy my life only if it results in no friction for anyone else. But sometimes we help other people enjoy their lives with a ton of friction and effort from us. So we are worthy of asking that reciprocal 
ability to put effort forth so that we can all be enjoying our life together. One of the small personal examples of me going out of my way to make my life more enjoyable that has really only required a moderate amount of involving others has been my recent efforts to spend time doing movement more regularly, just moving my body, whether it's yoga, whether it's a dance video, whether it's a walk, whatever it is. And this this regular routine movement truly makes my life more enjoyable. I used to be really stuck on doing movement when no one else would know or be around or have to accommodate the space in my home. I don't have a very big house. And so that left me because I was trying to make sure there was no friction experienced by anyone else. That left me waking up early, sacrificing my sleep, or working out in a space that was less than ideal, or just not moving at all. But recently, I just set up like a 10-minute yoga video smack in the middle of the living room because that is truly the best place to do yoga. I did it after dinner because the the mood struck me and I didn't want to wait until like 8.30 p.m. when I really wouldn't feel like doing it. Before I prepped Beckett for bed, so Beckett was awake, he was all up in my business. And listen, the living room is a high traffic area. People can either sit and watch me if I have to go out of my way to decide I don't care, (laughs) or they can join me, which is like maybe not ideal, but I also have to go out of my way to decide I can still enjoy myself if they join me, like Beckett, or they leave and they go to another area of the house, which is what happens most of the time. If you're a mom listening, a lot of the going out of your way part requires some kind of kid wrangling, and for many of you may also require husband wrangling. And that could probably be an episode all on its own. I talked about how I popped my head in here to just like have a brief negotiation with Nick about use of space. And then when he said he would do something, I came in and said like, hey, I need you to do the thing you said you were going to do now. And that takes a lot of practice, takes a lot of experimentation too, in a lot of ways. So I do think that like, I'm saying that like, it's just what you have to do. But the going out of your way part sometimes is about you making you uncomfortable, making someone else uncomfortable, but then ultimately you get that enjoyment on the back end. I really know that that discomfort piece can be super unpleasant and it can also be a major deterrent that might bump you to the no. It's like, it's too hard to ask people to help me go out of my own way to enjoy my life. It's too hard. And that deterrent can, like I said before, um, become what feels insurmountable. If we, again, if you decide that there's nothing that can be done about these partners and these kids, then we, we end up trading off on our personal enjoyment of life for the avoidance of the effort involved with this kind of wrangling. If you're looking for a book to dig into this a bit further, you might want to read Unicorn Space by Eve Rodsky or a book called On Our Best Behavior by Elise Lowren. So that's the maybe segment. Now let's talk about embracing a yes perspective. So if I say, are you willing to go out of your way to make your life more enjoyable? And you say, yes, yes, I am. I'm fully on board with enjoying life. But where do I start? I can do all these things. I'm just not sure where to start. And that is kind of an identity problem that a lot of us face and a lot of us struggle with post-pandemic because we put everything on hold for the pandemic, which included our own self-discovery, our own enjoyment of life, so that we could keep our family safe and that we could keep everybody, you know, somewhat sane at a time when it really felt like enjoying life was certainly not a priority. But we also kind of lost ourselves along the way. So if you're saying yes to this, but you're not sure where to start, let's maybe get a little practical to think about and share opportunities for you to embrace your life more fully. And that might include practicing gratitude or prioritizing self-care. 
When it comes to self-care, one of the episodes I'm most proud of last year is my episode on real self-care. And I was inspired by that book, Real Self-Care by Dr. Pooja Lakshman, and the breakdown of fake self-care that offers a quick fix or offers something bright and shiny, but kind of unattainable. And so just for review, although I'll link to that episode in the show notes, that self-care includes, the fake self-care includes things that fuel escape, self-care that perpetuates achievement, and the self-care that leads to efficiency and optimization. All of these kinds of self-care ultimately don't result in you actually feeling better. So if you're thinking, yes, but I don't know where to start, and you're thinking about your self-care maybe hasn't really been making your life more enjoyable, then I might recommend you think about the following questions. Where could you go out of your way in your home to make life more enjoyable? Where could you go out of your way in your cooking to make life more enjoyable? Where could you go out of your way in your clothing to make life more enjoyable? Where could you go out of your way in your routine to make life more enjoyable? Where could you go out of your way to set boundaries that make life more enjoyable? Where could you go out of your way to practice self-acceptance that might make your life more enjoyable? And where could you go out of your way to rest physically, mentally, spiritually in a way that might make your life more enjoyable? So, of course, those start to get more complex. They start to get more difficult. I'm going to say they're, they're more difficult, although you might say, no, resting is easy for me and I want to lean into a way to rest that makes my life more enjoyable. But I do think that we can sort of start with some of those tactile things, you know, the way we dress, the media we consume, the books we want to read, the music we listen to. We can go out of our way to make those selections more enjoyable. Was there anything that jumped out at you? When I said that, I said home, cooking, clothing, routine, boundaries, self-acceptance, rest. You know, maybe there are things like makeup. Maybe there are things like skincare. You know, there might be things like hobbies, like sewing or crochet, photography, nature, you know, all any any of those things. Where could you go out of your way in your hobbies to make your life more enjoyable? And so if there was something that jumped out at you, I want you to focus on that. And then what comes to balance that? Yes. So if you're like, yes, I could go out of my way in my home to make life more enjoyable. Yes. And then the thing that comes in very quickly for me to balance that yes, is my brain comes back with a no. So that's okay. Give your brain the no brain, especially a little bit of airtime. The no brain is very used to taking up space in our head. And then circle back to the yes and think about what that will mean when it comes to a life that is more enjoyable. And this actually also might be easier if we do it in reverse. So instead of thinking about future you and what future you could do to make your life more enjoyable, let's think about past you and think about where in your life has past you gone out of your way to make life more enjoyable. So I have a super simple example for this, but for me, this has been in the last two months I've been baking cookies. I've been baking cookies. Is that going out of my way? I'm going to explain to you why that's the perfect example of how past me has been going out of my way to make life more enjoyable. It's so satisfying to me to bake a batch of cookies. I used to bake all the time. I even had like a very small side hustle where I would make baked goods for like bake sales or baby showers. And in the last 10 years since becoming a mom, baking has felt like a hard no. It's like too hard, too much mess, etc. But in January of this year, I thought, 
well, what if I just make one recipe on repeat, one set of ingredients, one shopping list for the whole month, and I ended up making chocolate chip cookies, which are one of my absolute favorite foods. I talk about this often. And now we're in February, and I decided to pivot from chocolate chip cookies to brownies, and I've already made a few batches of brownies and some brownie cookies, and again, it's this sort of like... (laughs) capsule recipe. I'm just going to like, I'm always going to lean into this one recipe time and time again. That actually makes me think of The Lazy Genius Way and that book by Kendra Adachi. And one of the principles of The Lazy Genius Way is to decide once. So like I said before, this does make my life more enjoyable, but I do have to go out of my way. I have to haul out the ingredients. I have to measure. I have to cook for the specific time. I have to clean up. I have to store the cookies. I have to let my kids help. Or I have to tell them I don't want their help. Um, and then they cry or complain. <laughs> you could see all the ways we could stack this up as being too much work and not worth the effort. But simply put, cookies make my life more enjoyable. They're delicious. They feel like abundance, they smell amazing, they're very easy, and they feel good to make, like a small accomplishment in the day. You can start with something small like this if your answer to the question, are you ready to go out of your way to make your life more enjoyable? If your answer is yes, you can start with this and move to something bigger like redecorating your bedroom or changing your scrolling routine after your kids go to bed, and then move into harder things like setting boundaries around your work-life balance or claiming time to rest when it may be inconvenient or invite opinions from others. If you have a small example of something you started doing to make your life more enjoyable, think about those building blocks as permanent. You know, the cookies, for example, I've learned some things, I've learned some skills. Those are permanent skills for me, permanent skills and tools that I can duplicate to obtain similar results, and then those results and skills can continue to compound on one another. I think my monthly assignment is a similar version of this. So if you're feeling like yes, but you don't know where to start, you're ready to go out of your way to make your life more enjoyable, I I want you to think about the following thing that I'm going to share, which is something new that I'm offering the Medium Lady community. So it's definitely my goal to continue season four of the podcast offering really high quality content that helps you navigate your way out of burnout to a place that is more mindful and a life that is just so abundant with the things that you actually enjoy. That's happening through episodes like this, or it's happening on Instagram with my 21-day series, and I'm excited to be able to share a new offer because I have launched a waitlist for gratitude coaching that will go live in the spring of 2024. And so this structure will include one-on-one coaching with me over four sessions because I know you want to feel relief quickly. I also know that this kind of thing doesn't need a lifetime of access. We can together get you feeling really grounded and grateful in a short period of time. The sessions will be virtual and they will be customized based on a specific intake assessment form that I have to understand where you're presently at and where you want to go. And if this sounds good to you, please add your name to the waitlist. It's, you know, no holds barred. You can go out of your way to find the waitlist. Add your name to the waitlist. No cost to join that waitlist. You'll just have information before everybody else. And that'll be at the link in the show notes. I will only be offering a small amount of spaces. And I want to make sure that you're aware when those spaces are open. This is something that I asked the Instagram community a while ago, what they felt like they needed in terms of more support for gratitude. And I was surprised because I had put gratitude workshops, gratitude workbooks, gratitude challenges, and gratitude coaching. 
And gratitude coaching by far was the thing that people wanted more often. So I'm really excited to hear that response from people and happy to begin to offer that in the spring. If you have any more questions about what that gratitude coaching will look like, you can DM me on Instagram at medium.lady and I can share more details with you there. So that wraps up episode 97 of Medium Lady Talks. We're talking all about the answers to the question, are you ready to go out of your way to make your life more enjoyable? Your first answer might have been, no, I'm not. And your second answer might have been, maybe, as long as the conditions are right. And your third answer might have been, yes, but I don't know how and I don't know where to start. So hopefully, no matter your answer to that question, you got a little bit of guidance and support to think and take a few steps to continue to think about your answer to that question and the result being your life becoming more enjoyable in 2024. If that invitation to gratitude coaching sounds good to you, please remember that the link to the waitlist is in the show notes. And oh, as always, I love to hear from listeners. If you have any of your own points of view on mindset and how do we enjoy life and how do we take steps towards authenticity, I would love it if you would connect with me over on Instagram. I can be found at medium.lady over there. Thank you so much for your time and focus and attention. I know that those are precious resources to you, and it is truly not lost on me to be able to share this with you in a new season of Medium Lady Talks. I'm really, really grateful for your continued support. I want you to remember that you're doing such, such a good job. You really are. And also, please remember, I love you so much. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Medium Lady Talks, created and produced by me, Erin Vandeman. If you want more of the general vibe, gratitude, and encouragement from this episode, please come and find me on Instagram at medium.lady. And since you've made it to the end, I'd love to get to know you even better. Screenshot this episode so you can share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so that we can chat. Thanks for listening. Remember, you're doing such a good job. Your place in this world can only be filled by you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.